Buzz is on the floor. Buzz is on the floor. Oh, Buzz repeat. is on the repeat. floor. B- alert. Buzz is on the floor. That's very sad. But hopefully. He'll... I'm just going to leave him there. I'll, I'm all set up and, and ready to podcast. You don't care about Buzz no more? Buzz is cute and stuff. But he is an inanimate Tsum Tsum. What did he ever do to you? You're saying toys aren't friends? I'm just saying infinity and beyond. Beyond my realm of thinking right now. Ugh. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl To take me on the ride to a whole new world Under the sea of bare necessities You've got a friend to me cause I'm fun and fancy free With you on my arm people won't know what to do Say I wanna be like you Bibbidi bobbidi boo Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2 Girl I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe Hello! And welcome to episode 43 of Mirror with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And we got some exciting stuff planned today. We sure do. We got some listener questions coming up. Yeah, we're excited. If you guys haven't listened before or don't know, we're a couple from Dallas, Texas who loves all things Disney. We like pop culture. We like milkshakes. We like watching TV shows and then talking about them. We just like having a grand old time. All of that stuff. We don't necessarily like the outdoors, hiking, kayaking. If you're one of those people, that ain't us. We can still be friends though. Oh, we can definitely still still be friends. You need friends that like stretch your that stretch your boundaries, your bubble. Do we have friends that do that? Of course. We do. Uh, duh. I would say that... I don't know if we have any outdoorsy friends. You don't think we have any outdoorsy friends? There was that time period when Barbara and Isaac, um, our friends, liked to ride bikes for a while. Sure. Yes. I remember that time. Okay, this is pretty pitiful. I know. No. Who? Nobody likes to be in outdoors in Texas. We need... What? That, that's false. People love hiking ants. Of Jordan Liston? Okay, maybe. He doesn't live in Dallas, so... Uh, he lives in Houston. Yeah, but he loves fishing. That's for sure fishing a thing we don't ever do another f word that is with fishing fans sure that was a stretch right there that is my transition into the fan shout out of the week so for those of y'all who uh, follow us on instagram you might be like whoa married with mouse ears just stepped up their 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 instagram posting game and i'm not going to to lie, I got a little Photoshop happy, and I made a lot of uh, posts about the fake rides that we came up with last episode. But, like, you had fun. Oh, lots of fun. I did them all on my phone. Technology is crazy. You can literally just do Photoshop on your phone, and it's magical. One time, your dad Photoshopped your brother into <laughs> a picture from Astros opening day yes. baseball game that yes. your brother could not attend and it's a big family tradition. So literally on his phone, he just like cropped your brother out of a previous picture. Yes. And like inserted him into that year's picture and it was very impressive. It was one of the most awkward That's not the only time he's done that either. No. For a family picture. My dad loves photoshopping people into family pictures cuz as our family grows, it's harder, yeah. It's harder for everyone to be there, but yeah. he wants to hold on to the idea that everyone will always be there. So for you're just following gatherings. in the footsteps of the true Photoshop master. 
Howard Agnew. Howard Agnew. Exactly. Well, this fan shout out comes to Me Mama Coco. Me Mama Coco. Because she posted on, let's see, how many were there? Three of the four posts of our uh, fake rides. Hmm. And all three of the four, she said that she loved these ideas. She liked our ideas? She did. Actually, a lot of people did. It was very, very cool. I know. We got, like, a lot of support, which was really nice. So thanks for everyone who commented and said they liked our ride ideas and that we should be Imagineers. That just made me so happy. Exactly. The The one that she did not comment on, though, was our most popular one. Whoa. And that was the Moana re-theming of Splash Mountain. Maybe she just got busy and she was just seeing other stuff on our Instagram feed or she was like with her family watching Coco instead of commenting. Sure. Or she was uh, jealous because Moana has gotten all of the attention that Coco deserves Mm. in the pop culture as far as Disney movies. Could be. Because people love singing the Moana songs. And let's just be real. Remember me better than all of them. It's a good song. It's Remember good. me. Okay, that's all I got. So, me, Mama Coco, thank you so much for engaging with us on Instagram. Maybe we, you listen. Maybe we appreciate you don't. It. Who knows? All I know is you liked our fake Disney attraction I- ideas, and so for that, you win the fan shout out of the week. Um, does she need a separate nick? Her Instagram nickname is so good. Me, ma- me, Mama Coco, but she actually has, like, a real bio, though. She does. Yeah, so her name is well, – okay, sorry. Hi, I'm Jesse, and I'm a Disney addict. Oh, good. She fits right in. Okay, I'm going to go with she – yes, okay, good. It is a girl because Jesse could be a boy's name. But, like, mm, okay, me, Mama. Is that, like, my Mama Coco or me as in I am Mama Coco? I think it's me, like it's M I, so yeah. Spanish me. This is where it always gets tricky. Me, me mama would be my mom, my <laughs> mom Coco. Yes, that's what what I think it is. She's not saying she is Mama Coco. Yeah, for someone who looks at uh, your 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 dis your Spanish phone app all the time to speak Spanish, I don't do it all the time. You're struggling. With uh, the, the pronouns, sometimes pronouns are hard. That's true. She, she is a annual pass holder <gasps> for Disneyland. Oh, California. Yeah. And all of her pictures are her own. Hmm. Let's see. All of her pictures are her own. That's good to know. Well, she said all images are mine unless stated otherwise because she follows copyright. So well, good job, Jesse. She's Jessie. legit. Yeah. She legit. Okay, so. I like that episode because we were able to pretend like we were Imagineers. Mm -hmm. So should it be something with like Imagineering? Because she also liked dreaming with us. (gasps) But the word dreaming cannot be in this name. Right. Because of unicorn dreaming. That's true. Already taken. A.K.A. Bailey. Yeah. Great nickname. Good good fan nickname there. Um, Imagineer. Imagine Jesse. Woody and Jesse, but she likes Coco. Um, something to do with Spanish. Um, Mi Amiga Jesse. For sure. That's it. That's it. Mi Amiga Jesse. That's it. Okay. 
That's her nickname. Me, Mama Coco. Me, Amiga Jesse. Yes. That's it. Welcome to the family. Me, Amiga Jesse. You're our new friend. You are our new friend. Yay. And now let's get into the rest of our friends, the rest of our listeners who ask questions. So we have been doing this podcasting thing for almost a year. Almost a whole year. When Coming did, up on a year. When did we start doing it? I'll have to look it up, but I think it was in September of last year, sometime in September. Yo, that's bonkers, dude. So we don't have quite have 52 episodes, but we're doing pretty good, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, 43? We still got some time. Solid, solid, solid. Okay, we posted our first Instagram post on September 7th, 2017. Coming up, one Dang. year anniversary. That is insane. Well, since it is almost our first full year podcast, and we thought it was time to, to do a listener questions episode. These sorts of episodes are sometimes our most favorite of podcasts that we listen to. Um, I know I really like them. Just hearing like what fans are wanting to know, or maybe they're like thinking some of the same questions that I have, or just hearing like, the expertise and opinions of the podcasters and answering all the like various myriad of questions. So I really enjoy listener question episodes and I've, we've never gotten to do one before. So this will be our, our first one, but now we get to, all right. So the first one might be like the biggest man with mouse ears fan out there right now. All right. And that is Bailey Cameron, AKA unicorn dreaming. Yes. All right, she uh, went onto our website, went to the contact page. Which was she like literally the only one to do that? Okay, yes. Well, I was going to pretend like she wasn't, but <laughs> but yes, Zara, the secret is out of the bag. Sorry, but after this episode, everyone's going to be so jealous that they were not featured on this, to where they're they're gonna be like, "Yo, I'm gonna go to marywithmousers.com and ask some questions." True. So she asked, I'm not gonna lie, eight questions. That's hardcore. A ton of questions. So we are just going to jump right on into it. So these questions span from Disney to pop culture to married life to just random things. We're up for it all. All right. So the first question, can you guys offer any advice for newlyweds slash being married? Isn't because she, she engaged? She is engaged. Yeah. She got engaged at Fort Wilderness or Wilderness Lodge. Mm -hmm. I, I, I always mix those two up. It's it. confusing. I know. Um, and she is about to get married actually very, very soon, like less than like a month from now. That is extremely exciting. So Zara, since you are, uh, you know, a, a wife and stuff. Yeah, that's me. What would you say is your advice for Bailey as she um, is about to get married? You can never say, I love you too many times. Oh, okay. Sure. Boom. Um... Make time to spend together doing things that you like together. So for us, that's obviously um, finding new burger places to eat at or Mexican food. Yes. Or watching TV shows together, ones that we both enjoy. Um, what else do we like to do together? Just going to see movies. Um, just finding stuff to do together so you're spending time together periodically. Either if you're not doing it daily, then like every other day, just tell it, talking about your day, what we do that a lot, just like what we did today, kind of hearing about what's going on in our separate like job worlds, because those can be kind of 
they're super different. So just talking about what we did, um, so we can kind of get a feel for how each other's day went. Um, yeah. Do you have any other advice? Oh, of course I do. Oh, good. All right. So Bailey is marrying this guy named Cody. Whoa. All right. Creepy So Cody, I have no idea if you listen to this, but another plug for marriedwithmouseears.com. I wrote an article said 40 things I have learned in my first year of, of marriage. And then, and then I updated, and then I updated it. Uh, like read one or two. Like recently. So that so it's I a have blog. my five years worth of experience looking back on my one year's list. So it's a blog post that you put on our Married with Masters website, right? Yes. Awesome. So here are just a few random things. To uh, whet your appetite. Replenishing the toilet paper is vital to life. Yeah, why would you ever leave it empty? I'm just being real. That I, would be horrible. I grew up with two brothers, and in my 18 years of living with my brothers, I might have put the, the toilet paper on the toilet paper roll four times in That's my whole life. so annoying. Next one. I have still not learned this, as we had a conversation about this earlier just at dinner time today. Doing Zara's laundry is way more intense than doing my laundry. You actually tried to do it today, which was super nice of you because I was at work and you had the day, the day off. So you're doing laundry on your day off. And you did the right thing by hanging up one of my sports bras to dry. I did. That was really impressive. But I also washed our bedding. Oh, God. Bedding, I can't even. And I don't want to talk about it. I washed our bedding. I only put like five articles of my clothing. And I checked all of the pockets. But somehow I literally left a freaking pin in some shorts and now there's pin marks on one of the sheets. I'm and so sad. Sarah hasn't seen it yet. I'm oh, sh- no. I looked at it. <laughs> That's the first thing I did when I got home. Oh, man. And I just put Tide to go on it, but I don't think it's working. But uh, another thing that I did oh well. that I did just today, flowers are never a bad idea. You brought me flowers from Target. I did. I hardly ever go shopping now. Zara just does Target shopping runs 99% of the time. You never do it. Because you bet- get random stuff like <laughs> bottled water and Gatorade and All right. Dr. Pepper. All right. So we have been married for five years now, and I just now realized that Zara has never purchased bottled water. We just have this this Brita filter. Okay. And then we take water just like, you know, like uh, like Nalgene's or like Hydro Flasks. And I went and I purchased water bottles because sometimes I just want like a water bottle. And Zara acted like I had brought poison home. She, <laughs> she's like, how dare you bring this plastic say, bottle say into my household? I did not now say the entire that. environment is going to die. <laughs> and we have all lost five years of our uh. lives. Because you bought a 12-pack of water bottles. Oh, my gosh. I didn't say that, nor did I react to that extremely. You just made that a very dramatic moment and tried to embarrass me. But I that is true that I never buy a bottled water except I get Hint Water delivered to our house because Hint Water is different and it's delicious. And it's um, water that's flavored with fruit juices. It's so good. Yes. You, that This is like a... You do love Hint Water. This is like a shout, a non-paid shout out to Hint Water. Love Yo, them. Hint Water. I'm sure that you're listening. Sponsor us. Oh my God. That would be my dream. Because we're paying like 10 bucks a month for 12 bottles of water. Uh, yeah. Maybe least. 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Um. Anyway, no, I do not buy normal bottled water though because I can put normal water in my water bottle and I don't have to pollute the earth with... All the unnecessary plastic. 
<laughs> all right. Um, all right. I have – this is number 13. So I've said four of the first 13 things because this is so Has applicable today. to our lives. This, so this is going to be – This is so our life. This is going to be the last one. And then any future married couples or just married people right now, just check this just out. read the list. Seriously, this is like the best thing I've ever written in my life. Number 13 – to-go boxes are the key to life. They are. All right. Me and Zara went to a Mexican restaurant last night. One of our favorite Mexican One restaurants. of our favorites. Uh, me and Zara never eat all of our meals. We, we, we love bringing home to-go boxes. But in Texas, uh, they love styrofoam to-go boxes. And I never, ever think about uh, what styrofoam does to the environment. I'm just Never? Not- Never, never, I'm, never. No, never. No, no. You know me. I'm not very green. Like, that's like, like how you didn't think about how twenty plastic water bottles yeah, no. would be bad for the world. Literally never. So we both have one taco left each, and uh, we asked for a to go box. Or sorry, I asked Zara if we are going to get one. I said no, and you said no because you brought your own Tupperware from the household that we could use as our own to go box in my purse. In your purse. To the restaurant. So I'm not lying. Zara pulls out this Tupperware from the table, and I've never been more confused and proud in my entire life. Seriously, it's genius. It's such a trend. I I actually see the need for this. It's very wild and very, um, I don't know, just... Uh, eco-friendly. Eco-friendly, uh, extra. That's what I was going for. But you just love this earth so much. Um, and, and I, I don't posted, feel like I was always like this, but mostly in recent years. I don't know why. I don't know why either because we never talk about recycling ever in I our l- like recycling. Um, you know I recycle. I make you recycle. Yeah, but it's not like an active thing that we talk about. We don't talk about it, but I make you do it. Yeah, sure. But All right. Well, that is yeah. some of our marriage advice. I have like, I don't know, 37 more things to add, um, but we could take up a whole podcast just on this. So we're not going – to do that no no we're not not today all right well unicorn dreaming aka bailey that was the first question continues and asks um what are some of your favorite disney world shows so this is going to be an episode one day so we're not going so so just say your top number one show Ooh, probably festival of lion king okay yeah that's what i would say too oh we're in agreement yeah Oh, good. Yeah, I would I would like to do an episode just on the show, the live shows, though. Uh, yeah, it's one of the best things, yeah, best shows, yeah, that Disney has to offer. There are so many different aspects to, to the show. Costumes, music, you got fire breathing going on, you got your tumble monkeys, you got, you got giant puppets, you got people on stilts, you got audience participation. Speaking about audience participation participation and this ties into bailey's third question Mm -hmm. about what are some of our favorite all-time disney world memories oh this is one of my favorite memories one of my favorite memories no doubt was our last trip with your family uh your mom or your grandma mima uh is sitting there in her in her wheelchair and they wheel her out and she gets to start dancing with all of the lion king people it was the most cutest thing i've ever seen it truly was a cast member literally pushed her around and she got to be part of the show. It was adorable. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Do you got any other memories that, that are coming off the top of your mind? Memory? Of course. Okay. J- just throw some out there. Um, 
it's just the best place to make magical memories with your family. Just like riding, I mean, anything, riding rides together, just spending time together, eating, eating special like meals together, staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge for the first time with them. Like that was so good. Probably like your first trip with my whole family. That was really good. That was really, really good. Um, Going on our honeymoon there, getting to kind of like do Disney on our own. Mm -hmm. That was a really good memory. Well, yeah. One of the, uh, this isn't necessarily like a positive memory, but one of the memories that sticks out is that time whenever Hunter lost his magic band um, on Space Mountain. I think we've talked about this in like recapping one of our trips before, but yes, that was hilarious. So Zara has this cousin. He's come on like a few of our podcast episodes. He is in high school. He's crazy. So we were getting off of Space Mountain, going up the moving escalator thing that they have. And in it, and in his excitement, he throws up his hands as if he's like praising Jesus, like in some like charismatic like church service. And all of a sudden, his magic band flies off of his wrist and goes into the ceiling of this moving uh, platform and is lost for forever. And we have to stand outside for thirty minutes while the cast members try to find his magic band that they could never find. But it's one of the most funniest moments ever. It's just so Hunter. It truly, truly is. It is the epitome of taking a trip with him he usually loses at least one thing per trip i also do some spoken word stuff and i recently uh am about to release a spoken word that i wrote to my parents just about how awesome they are and how much i love them um but in this video i basically went through all of this old home video footage and 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 so that's part of the video and I watched hours and hours of home video footage of my mom videotaping my family at Disney World from basically 1999 through 2009. Um, And it was just super adorable uh, just seeing – yeah, just – I guess like growing up, like I obviously have memories of my family at Disney World, but seeing – the cuteness of me and my brothers and just our interactions with my parents gave me such a strong desire to take my kids to Disney World. It's pretty awesome. I, I remember watching some of those videos too, and they were super, super adorable. And we got to see you guys at Mickey's Toontown, which no longer exists, Yo, which was super were- interesting. Like Your mom was like, this is Mickey Mouse's house. Let's go inside. This is Minnie Mouse's house. And da, da, da. like getting to like see it was so interesting. Yeah, we were there the first year that Animal Kingdom opened, and just everyone's amazement at the Tree of mm-hmm. Life, um, and also just like how different it is now. Like now, it's much more just fuller and has has a, a lot more to offer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess yeah, like the historical Disney part was also very very cool. Yeah. All right. She asked if we have any merch. Not yet. It's something we've mentioned, talked about a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. Um, you have some friends who do like graphic design and stuff. I really just want to make some stickers. That's my first thing that I want. Stickers to make. are a low cost entry point item as yeah. well. And I I got some really funny ideas, just like just like good stuff, like idea wise. So I'm hoping that we can get some merch out going honestly pretty soon if you're interested in it let us know because we want to know if anyone besides bailey would actually be interested in like a t-shirt let us know or what else what other kind of merch i think the phrase married with mouse ears is genius not that it needs like our faces on it but even just like the phrase the phrase like with you like we get the matching 
matching t-shirts and like you wear them on your honeymoon yes. or you wear we wear them together yes it's yeah. a genius idea and i'm hoping someone doesn't listen to this and and steal it but they might well they better not because we would sue them there's we couldn't okay we well. haven't co- cop- copyrighted sorry <gasps> sarah but we could no that, that's way t- too much hassle all right all right next thing she wants to know about the baby of course oh what do you want to know okay well i'll i'll just tell you the basics i guess um, my due date's November 30th, so I'm 25 weeks as of yesterday of recording this. Um, this week, the baby is as big as a head of cauliflower. If you follow, I love how apps just app, tell, you, tell you this random stuff. It makes no sense. I mean, one week it was a coconut, and the next week it was like a cantaloupe, and I felt like those should have been flip flop because it seemed to me like a coconut was bigger. I don't know how they figure this stuff out, but. I'm just picturing a big thing of cauliflower in my stomach, and <laughs> it's pretty funny. But my pregnancy has been su- pretty much super easy so far. I have literally not thrown up one time, and I was really worried that I would. So no sickness. Um, I've just gotten a cold a few times. Um, thanks to one of the colds, I got a weird rash on my body. That, w- that, that was weird. But the, it went away on, on its own, and everything was fine. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's been pretty easy. You've been, you've been to every single doctor's appointment so far. I have. You have literally never been to the hospital so many times slash inside a gynecologist's office so many times. Nope. So that was a first for you. But it's very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to see the the sonogram is super mind blowing. That's for sure the, the best part. And we've gotten to do that several times. Um, sometimes we just go and it's like a super short appointment and they just listen to the heartbeat on the Doppler, which is also really fun, but we're just like, okay, there's the heartbeat. Everything's fine. Um, but yeah, seeing it on the sonogram is awesome. One of the weird things is that you have this anterior placenta thing. We just learned that last appointment to where usually the placenta is like in the back of the mother's, um, body. So like behind the baby for me, the placenta is right up next to my stomach so it kind of acts as a barrier between my stomach and the baby so it's a little harder to feel kicks and movement um like i can for sure feel it but michael hasn't been able but I to haven't yet, yet it, it, because it's also kind of sad it kind of gets muffled um i think as he gets bigger um it'll be easier uh i've read some blogs like in a few weeks, some women were like, yeah, he finally got to feel it. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And we're still having a ton of trouble um, deciding on the name. That was, LOL, your mom's, like, fake question on our podcast. Oh, I don't think that was fake. I mean, it was real. Yeah. But we're for sure not announcing also, it anytime soon. Lin- Linda Brown also wanted to know it's hard, on guys. Facebook. Uh, I will... T- Sorry, Lucy Brown, not Linda. I'm sorry, Lucy Brown. Sorry. Um, we do have like a top three or four name list right now. So we are whittling it, it down. It's a hard decision. I think we both feel pretty solid about our top choice. but I'm just, just not ready to announce it But either. just taking that plunge and saying it out I know. loud, we're just not ready yet. Not ready. Sorry. Not ready. But, but oh, anyway, well. baby's doing good. I'm doing good. Um, as the due date gets Yo, closer, Zara, it's crazy. Zara is doing great because all I have ever heard uh, about pregnancy stuff is morning sickness and hormones. And if it wasn't for you falling asleep early, I, would, I wouldn't I would even know that you 
we're pregnant. I get a little more tired easily. I've had crazy hormonal acne, which has totally sucked. That's pretty much the one that's, side effect. Okay, that's true. That's really sucked. Um, but you know, I can deal with that. That's okay. It's it's worth it to create a human being in my body. All right. Well, Unicorn Dreaming just keeps asking questions. Love it. What is life like in Dallas, Texas? Because she lives in Northern California, and she says that you know there's also fire and it's smoky. Hmm. And I guess she's never been to Dallas that doesn't know what that's like. Girl, come visit us. I I would definitely say there's literally no cowboys. True. A lot of people do drive trucks. Some people wear cowboy boots. Um we I mean we do have like country western like bars or places to go dancing sure. and you'll for sure see like the people who like country music there. But just but out it's like and a about small niche, though. But out and about in your everyday life you won't. Like Dallas is a Rich big people. city. I'm, I'm just being, I'm with just being a lot. real. So many Mercedes and, and BMWs. A like, lot of rich people. I grew up in Houston, which is in Texas, and four to five hours away. And I've never seen as many fancy cars as Tesla's. I have in Dallas. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So right in downtown Dallas, there's like several fancy, um, like really nice neighborhoods and shopping centers. The mall I used to work at is like a really fancy, nice mall. So, uh, it's just interesting, like the type of clientele. So you have, you have that kind of Dallas and then you also have like such a disparity with like poverty. Like you, oh, you sure. also have yeah. a very large homeless population. Um, and you see that side of Dallas as well, which sometimes it can be hard to reconcile the two and you have, um, you know, sometimes those two communities don't ever really interact or meet. Is there getting really deep and political right now? I don't know about political. Okay, but fine. Not, yeah. Just talking about our city. Yeah, I mean, I've lived, to, this, I've lived here all my life. Um, I, I mean, we live in like a suburb of Dallas, uh, about 30 minutes uh, east. But yeah, we used to, right when we got married um, for three years, we lived literally in Dallas. We did live downtown. Michael was um, in school and we lived in on-campus housing downtown. And so that was a really big change because um, I had never lived actually like downtown in Dallas proper before. And like we said, we lived in, you know, some, some of the areas that we lived in weren't, were not so great. Tell your favorite story, Michael. Okay. I've probably, being scarred. I've probably told this story before sometime on the podcast, but Dallas has the Dallas State Fair. That is where all of Texas, the Cowboys— Texas State Fair. Sorry, sorry. It's for the, the whole state of the Texas. The Texas State Fair. Uh, there's Big Tex, although no one outside of, of Dallas knows about this state When fair. I think of Dallas, that's this is good to talk about because this is literally what I think about. I've— I don't. I wouldn't say I've gone every year growing up, but definitely like in high school and then in college, it became a tradition to bring Michael. And Michael has now been every year since we've been dating, um, so for like eight or nine years yeah. now. Um, and he had never been to the Texas State Fair before. No, because Houston has the Houston Rodeo. Houston Rodeo, which you don't care anything about. Uh, no, because I didn't. My family didn't do it growing up. Anyway, in case you don't know what a state fair is, basically it's a big carnival. They have a huge midway with rides and, and games, but they also have um, like exhibits set up. Like there's a craft fair. There's all these like contests that you can enter like 
um, different crafts, and there's like baking contests. And there's they always have this big butter sculpture we like to look at for some reason. They have two different huge um, different car sections of cars set up for you to look at, like um, American-made cars and um, foreign cars, just to look at like the new models and everything. So basically, it's at Fair Park, and Fair Park is there all year round. We actually were just at Fair Park seeing a musical um, last night. Uh, we saw School of Rock, which was good. And so they there's a music hall there that you can go to, but um, it really, during the fall, is when they use the entire venue, the entire campus for um, the state fair. And there's tons of, like, booths. Um, you can People set up booths there, like, the most randomest. Some stuff, some stuff of it is, is, like, infomercial stuff. Like these, this like magic sneaker cleaner or these like hair straighteners or like buy a hot tub here. Like, I don't know why you would want to do that. Yo, but they're, but the most random stuff. Um, and then there's a lot of, um, food samples too. People selling, um, we, we love to try all these different kinds of dips. Like you would mix with either cream cheese or sour cream. And then you would dip like either tortilla chips or pretzels into it. And they have several of those booths set up, and you can just, like, try all the different kinds of flavors. Um, it And it's also just a lot about, like, Texas pride. Like, Texas, like, locally sourced things, Texas um, grown things, different shops from all different places in Texas uh, that you can sample and try. And me and my mom love to get fudge every time. Fudge is so good. It's, like, the one time of year that we just get a big thing of fudge. Um, we also, of course, have to get a corn dog. There's a certain brand called Fletcher's Corn Dogs, and I don't know how long they've been doing this state fair, but a very long time, I think. We love the Fletcher's Corn Dogs. We always have to get a corn dog. There's just our certain traditions that we we have now that we like to do because we've been going for so many years. And also, the main thing is that um, there is a mascot of the state fair, and his name is Big Tex. And Big Tex stands pretty much in the center of the uh, complex. And he talks and he says things like, Howdy, folks. Welcome to the State Fair of Texas. And he has cowboy boots on. and like, All right, Unicorn Dreaming, you just need to come to the Texas State Fair he's and awesome. experience this. I'm just telling, this is like a slice of Dallas right here. Like, this is what it's about. I don't know how I got on this, but this is what... Being in Texas, that's one of the main, like, Texas things for me. Like, that's a Texas thing. Yeah, for sure. That's what I, when I think of Texas and I think of Dallas, I do think of the safe air. Anyway, your story about living in, in Swiss, in downtown Dallas. One oh, year God. during the state fair, um, we decided our apartment was literally only, like, four blocks away from the state fair. So, to save $10 in okay, parking. More like eight, but yeah. To save $10 in parking, we decided to walk. So we walked during the day, and it was fine. I mean, it was kind of like a little walk, but it was fine. But then late at night, we didn't think about what walking back would be like. We did not think that we had to walk underneath I-20, which is like this huge major highway um, in Dallas. And literally, there's just homeless people like underneath this bridge. Tent City. Yeah, Tent City. Uh We did not encounter Tent City on our walk back, but we did just encounter um, 
A few questionable A few questionable people. At one point, these two people just started screaming at the top of their lungs toward us. I don't remember that. Um, It got a little sketchy and scary. Uh, Your mom was literally praying out loud that angels would surround us and protect us. Which they did. Which they did. So uh, props to your mom for- And we were uh, fine. uh, For bringing down angels, I, I guess. I don't even know. We were fine. It, it Meanwhile, was, Zara is just completely like oblivious. She, it was a great memory she, for us. She thinks we're like at Disney World, just like prancing. I do not all, think we're at Disney World. Around, she was not nervous at all. I wasn't very she nervous. She was cool, like the side of a pillow. I just knew the Lord would protect us, and that He did. No, look at your Jesus juke. Do you have any more um, Dallas things you want to tell Bailey about? No, because we we got so many more questions. Okay, let's keep going. All right. Um. All right, uh, Bailey, you have some more questions, but we we just got to just keep rolling. Okay. Because Natalie.Quinn, a.k.a. World of Coconuts. Aw, World of Coconuts. Asks us a great question. Okay. All right. What Disney character fits your personality best? Ooh. So what Disney character fits your personality best? Best. When you read that off, I immediately thought for myself of Rapunzel because oh. she is creative and she likes to paint, um, which I don't necessarily like to paint, but I like to try to be creative more like in my fashion choices and my makeup. Um, and I used to be more like crafty and stuff, not as much anymore. But, and I know she likes to read. She did that in her tower, and I love to read. Obviously, you guys know um, a lot of my heroes are books that I've read. Um, and she likes to sing. I like to sing, obviously, again. Uh, and I just think she's kind of funny and quirky. And so I think um, she fits my personality. What do you think? Do you agree with that? Yes. I would also say that you are Edna Mode. Edna Moda. Just mostly because you just love Edna Mode so much. And she likes fashion. I love fashion. Um, yeah, I would definitely say that. Man, of all of the characters that fit my personality the best, I just I literally don't know. <gasps> I kind of want to say I'm Nick Wilde. Yeah, he wears cool patterned shirts. Yeah. He literally wears button-up patterned shirts. He does, and he's just kind of chill. Now, I'm He's super chill. Now, I'm not like a rebel like he was like a rebel, but I do like to cut corners. I'm not going to lie. You like popsicles too? I do like popsicles. We had some the other day. It was good. Our lives are kind of like Nick and Judy. Not that you are like Miss like um i'm not miss hoppy bunny miss like structured i'm not structured but but you were like i i always like tell people that like you were my like guardian angel who who like you because i bought you a planner in college well yeah no but you like represented like a life that i knew that i should live and as nick wild i just kind of wanted to like do my own thing I represented a life you knew you should live. Well, no, like remember. All right, sure. Like, yeah, like freshman year, like of college, I was like, like I would make you these mix CDs and, 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 and I would put Drake songs on like whenever Drake first came out and you would say, Michael, I I don't want this song because it has cussing on it. And I'm like, who the heck is this girl who like doesn't want this Drake oh, mix CD Oh, now right I now. sound like a goody two shoes, but, but it's true. But yeah. And like they're, 
but yeah, like just a lot of just random things like that where um, you kind of like. I guess Judy Hopps is sort of a goody two shoes. Made for me sure. like yeah, made helped make me a better person or helped make me the person that I am right Judy now. Judy Hopps put Nick on a straight and narrow, and she yeah. hooked him up with a legit job. Yeah, sure. That was cool. Exactly. Um, I would also want to say that um, I don't know. Bet- Eeyore. <laughs> Eeyore. What? No. Jk. 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 No. no. You're all like happy, dopey. Yeah. Not grumpy. Yeah. Um. You're looking around our room for inspiration right I now. I am. And it's very funny. I am. I can't think of any like Prince Prince Charming because they don't have a whole lot of personality. You got personality plus. Yeah. You're a funny dude. Um, you always take inspiration from like Blue because you're like bare necessities of life. I know. I tried taking this 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 BuzzFeed Disney quiz. I feel like those quizzes quick. are always not. I wasn't quick enough though. The best. Like they don't. I mean, they, what is what does a computer know about me? Actually, Ooh. they sometimes know things because you really like all those like Enneagram and personality tests and stuff. Sure. And they. Seem to actually usually be spot on by just asking us questions. Um, but yeah, you can you can be Nick Wilde or Peter Pan. Peter Pan? No, because you never want to grow up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 All right. Fine. Next question. But great world of coconuts. That's uh, good. Question from World of Coconuts. It made us think about it. All right. Uh, Spotify Shelley. All right. Is asking, All our friends. A.K.A. Shelly Schooler. All right. What are you most excited about for having a son? So we are having a son. What are we most excited about? I feel like I know your answer. Uh, my answer is definitely baseball. I knew it. All right. I am going to breed another Astros fan into this world. I'm Michael very, has dreamed of I coaching have. T-ball or whatever it's you call it. I guess it's called T-ball. Yeah. T-ball, yeah, ju- yeah, just any baseball. I don't know how it works. But you will know. I will know. You you will. Do you, moms bring orange slices? Sure, yeah. Gatorade? You will be the ultimate team mom. Popsicles? Yeah, popsicles. Those little, like, freezy pops that you just put no. in the freezer? Oh, yes. That seems like a thing. No question. Okay, so baseball and T-ball. Yeah, baseball. Um, I am excited, yeah, for yeah being able to, like, Dress up my son in uh, cute Disney outfits. Oh, yeah. That's going to be very, very cool. That's going to be fun. Also, I think, yeah, just having the older brother to, like, be the protector, quote, unquote, that's always cool, too. Um, I'm excited. Obviously, you mentioned earlier to bring him to Disney uh-huh. to introduce him to all the characters and movies and take him to the Disney store and Disney World. Um, it's going to be interesting for sure doing it with a kid uh kind of how that's going to change our priorities and what we do in the parks probably meet a lot more characters than we normally do and just seeing um what he enjoys and what disney through his eyes and everything that's gonna be really fun and then just just getting to know a little human like getting to know what his personality is going to be like and see what he looks like, like how much of a mix of you and me he is. That's going to be really fun and interesting. That's going to be super wild. I can't lie. And getting to learn about all of the boy characters and things he might be into. Like you love Toy Story. So I wonder if he's really going to like Toy Story if we introduce him to that. 
correct. Probably. All right. Um, your friend Cindy. Uh huh. Just posted on on <gasps> she did. On our what did Instagram she say? Post, and she asked if Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is worth it. Okay, that's a really good question because I have that came along after I, you know, was a kid. So it is not really something that you have done. Not something I've done. Yeah. So I don't know either if. Okay, so right now you there there are four different packages that you can do. All right, the cheapest package is sixty five dollars. And with this, you get a hairstyling, makeup with a, with a face gem, nail polish, and a princess sash. Uh, right. A dress. You yeah. just get. Okay. So there is a. So that is really just like makeup. So that, so that doesn't come like with come with an outfit. There is the castle package for two hundred dollars, and you get a princess cost a princess costume, uh, but not the shoes. All right, then. There's a package for four hundred and fifty dollars. I'm sorry, that's not worth it. And you get a princess gown made with heirloom quality fabrics. Oh a, my god! A tiara and organza garment bag, whatever that means. Organza. Organza. Yes. And that's what you get. That's so much money. Can you even believe that? All right. So think about how many dolps you could eat for that amount of money. Correct. So if you go to Walmart or, or the Disney store or Amazon and you buy a princess outfit. I think you could save a lot of money doing it that way. Definitely. Even, I don't know, I don't. Then is the $65 worth hairstyling. I feel like on eBay. Makeup. There's probably. Nail polish. Oh. And you get a princess sash. I feel like on eBay, I've never, haven't looked on eBay for princess dresses, but I feel like that could be a good resource. I mean, surely like, you know, you have a kid. She was eight at one time, and now she's 15, and she doesn't need yeah. her Cinderella dress anymore. Um, I would say it would be worth it if your daughter was, like, princess-obsessed, and that was, like, all she wanted. So maybe you did it for, like, you're at Disney for a special occasion. Say it's her birthday, or, you know, you you made her understand that this was, like, a really special thing that you were doing together. I would say then maybe... It was worth it. A lot of parents, I feel like, do splurge. Of course, when they're, I know, I know when we have a kid, well, he'll be like, "I want this." Oh yeah, I want this Buzz Lightyear costume. We'll probably be like, "Okay, yeah, sure." Yeah. Or like, you know, there's not as many. Or he won't even have to ask because because I'll buy it and oh, then, and, and, and then take his picture and then post it on Instagram. <laughs> and I will use my son. I think for it's Instagram worth it likes. if your daughter really likes princesses. Um, I think it could be worth it. I. I don't know that I've – I haven't gotten, like, review – if you've had experience with Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, let us know because I haven't had, you know, specific experiences with it enough to know if people are reviewing it highly or if they're, like, no, that was underwhelming or it wasn't worth it. Um, so I would say try to ask anybody you know who's actually gotten to go because we haven't. Um Try to read reviews online, um, read some blogs, see what other people think about it before just dropping that cash. Because to me, I don't know why a Disney experience would be subpar. I would think that this would be something that they would really try to make be really magical um, because you are spending that extra cost. Um, 
and it's for little girls, and that's obviously, like, super magical all the time. So that would be my advice. I have to say that we do not know this right now because we are a podcast about uh, young married. We are a young married couple with, with, with no kids. But it's going to be very interesting because our podcast is going to be transitioning into a, a podcast featuring a married couple with a newborn and small children. Very interesting. And one day we will know the answer to this question. Unless we have all boys. I will guarantee you, though, $450 will never be spent at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. That's way too much. That is y'all. a lot of money. I don't even spend that. I mean, we don't Not spend that close. much on ourselves to, yeah, for no. anything. The, that is true. We're like that $25 t shirt? Okay, that's, that's good. Exactly. All right. Then you're. Other friend Tess, which we know that Tess listens to this podcast. Yeah, I guess Cindy does. I've, I, I think she does. Maybe you would know that, but Tess def, Tess definitely does. Yeah, she does. Tess asked us some really good questions. She did. She, some, like, she did some, some deep thinking. These are some deep thinking icebreaker type questions. All right. Um, first one: Would you rather go to the park whenever it opens, and then stay for half of the day, or? Would you rather get to the park halfway through the day and go until the park closes? I mean, I think if you know us at all right now, we're on the get there midday and and go till it closes. Yes. Because that's just like what my family does. Um, I think it's harder to like get ready, wake up, get on the bus, do all that stuff and get there to be there bef- literally before the park opens. And to me, yes, maybe it's a little less crowded. Um Well, I got to say no. Th- the best hours of Disney are whenever there are extra magic hours. Super late at night, from like, like midnight until 1 in the morning. Those are the best hours. 1 a.m. running around, riding Little Mermaid with no line. Good times. Those those are great. Now, whenever we have a, a family, it's going to change. It's going to sure. change drastically dr- dramatically because our kids are going to wake up at like six in the morning. And oh lord, I'm not ready because for that. Because my family growing up, yeah, we always like left like after dinner time. It's going to be different. But we would get there. Really, Mom and dad might be tired. But we would get there really early though. Or or test what you could do is get there early, go then take a nap. You like take your so let's say it's like after lunchtime. It's like one p.m. You go back to your hotel, take a nap. You can like go swimming. You can just hang I've out. I've heard some families do this. Yeah. And then go back to the park like around five, and then hang out for like a couple of hours and do some more stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that naps are key. I also love naps growing up. I and I still love naps. Um, I know that not all kids do, but for our young married with kids life our future life i envisioned us waking going up earlier and then just leaving midday sometime midday like and never going back well that was part of her question oh okay yeah Yeah. rather than bringing our kids and having our our kids stay up on like until 11 p.m or midnight okay in the parameters of her question yes. yes exactly all right she says, $20. You have $20 to spend on lunch. What are you getting? So I took that as $20 for the both of us. So yeah. like $10 each, which this is kind of normal for us for lunchtime. Um, Mima, my grandma, usually puts some money on our magic bands and allows us to like have a $10 
per DM lunch, basically. So this is pretty normal. So I Correct. obviously it depends on what am I in the mood for, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's tons of quick service options that I think you can for sure get for under $10 and you'd be pretty safe. Um, something that I really like, and I definitely immediately thought of, um, Casey's with, uh, like a hot, uh, nice hot dog and french fries and a drink, or you can get the corn dog nuggets with french fries and drink. Um, but something that the also... corn dog nuggets are what I think of as the most classic Disney World snack. Like, but, but for like, for like a meal, though, for like a lunchtime meal, yes. you would get this for lunch? But, Tess, you have to, have to go to Sleepy Hollow's. Are you going to say the waffle chicken sandwich? And get one of those waffle chicken sandwiches. Because that's what I was going to say, too. Or what you what Do you, you know do, how much it is? Is it like $7? Is it $8? I don't know. I know that it's less than 10 Yes. I'm wondering if you have enough left over to get a little ice cream treat, like a little Mickey ice cream bar, a little soft serve, a little or, something like that. if we're saying that both of us, then I get like the fruit and Nutella waffle sandwich, and then you get the chicken one. And then we like mix and match. We like so, share. So, Michael and I like to do that a lot. Yeah, like so, if there's two yeah, things so then we want. It's like our like our entree is a chicken sandwich, and then our dessert is this fruit and Nutella waffle sandwich. So Tess, you just go to Sleepy Hollow's. Uh, and they are delicious, and definitely, definitely, definitely get them. Did you say that's located in Magic Kingdom, right next to the castle? It's like I a little. Did not say that, but it's like a yes. little walk-up um, counter, but it frequently does have a long line now because people know about people know about it, and they know that you can get these delicious sandwiches made out of waffles there. Um, so it frequently gets a long line nowadays, but okay. Bad news. What? Oh, all right. The chicken waffle sandwich is $10 and 50 cents, but the fresh fruit waffle sandwich is $8 and 30 cents. So you could get both if we had $20 and then we could share and we would have like $2 left over for a soda. No, currently we would have, um, not we two dollars. We couldn't get a soda. No, there's no soda. Okay, bring your water. Hardly even. Bring your reusable water for, bottle for tax. Is there food tax in Florida? I guess there is. I'm sure that there is. Anyway, you could, but you could still get both, and then you would, you would, we we would do that. We would get one waffle sandwich each, and De- share. Yeah, definitely. Or some corn dog nuggets, or something from the Flame Tree Barbecue thing, or you just go during a uh, food and wine festival. And there's so many snacks. That's what me and Zara do. Those can add up, though. They can be like 7 or $8 well, a yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah. So you could get a few. All right, fine, fine, fine. Um, but I you, think, I think our – Do you have any other suggest- answers to that? No. The, our suggestions are solid. Oh, I stick with those suggestions. Yeah, 100%. All right. Then she has her last question, okay. which is going to be the last. Oh, except for the Isaac Harris just posted a question on our Instagram. I know. We have so to see what it is. we need to see what that is. But so Tess's last question is if you can only do one thing at magic kingdom. So you go to Ma- you go to Disney world and you can only do one attraction at magic kingdom. What would it be? I mean, do I just go with my favorite one? I think I do. Big Thunder Mountain. Okay. 
That was honestly not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? Um, I have two options, and I just thought of a third one, and I think this third one might t- take it over. Dang. What did you think I was going to say, though? I thought you were going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, that is quintessentially... Because that is what I am going to say. Disney. Yes. If I had only one ride that made me feel like I was at Disney World, I would do Pirates of the Caribbean. Yo ho, yo ho, a pregnant life for me. Zara is going to remix this Pirate Life song and say A Pregnant Life, and we are going to get millions of hits. Don't steal my idea, everybody out there. Yeah. So, um, I would also say Splash Mountain. Um, depending on the season that I was in, that I was there. Like, like if it was cold, nah, I like wouldn't do it. But if it was a hot day, I would, would probably do Splash, do Splash Mountain number one. I mean, isn't that what your favorite ride is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You would just do your favorite ride. I know, but there are times that I, I don't do Splash Mountain because it's cold. Yeah, there's times I don't do it because I get scared. Yeah. But if it's like, yeah, but if if it's a year-long ride, Pirates, if it's a, depending on when I'm going like in like the summertime, then definitely Splash Mountain. Hmm. Okay. And you didn't say... Haunted Mansion. I do love Haunted Mansion. Those hitchhiking ghosts. You love Haunted Mansion. They'll follow you home. <laughs> okay. Was that all the questions you had? Because I found Isaac's question. Okay. Ask Isaac's question for our last question. It's of, kind of detailed. Of, of the listener Like, I'm questions. surprised he did this. Yeah. Okay. He says, if a family of four only has one day at Disney... And hire you to plan their Disney experience for the day. What parks, rides, events, etc. would you plan? Oh my gosh, Isaac. <sighs> There's so many things, factors. Okay, so there is this website, touringplanes.com, that literally this is his whole job. Is yeah. He plans. I think you pay like $10 and you have access to this website and you can do it. This, I feel like, is also kind of what Wendy Trent's job is like. Like she will, she will. ask you what fast passes you want to get and like everything like that. And so that's kind of her job as a Disney like. Okay, so touring. one full year of touring planes is fifteen dollars. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, but we for sure would be happy to be your Disney event planner if you're going to hire us. We will for sure plan. Or you don't even have to hire I know. us. We, but if somebody will... was paying, I, that would be yeah. exciting. We we honestly are kind of going through this. Yeah. Because we are doing a day and a half trip in about a month from now. Can I? Can we – well, let's just Let's not spoil this. everything like right now. I know. Like so family of four, kind of – he didn't say what ages anybody was, but, you know, what what, what ages do you want to see? say the, the children are? Well, I say that they are all old enough to ride the rides. Okay. So like – so everyone so maybe like is 10, like 10, 12, something and, like that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, What would you – what would you say that you only have one the, day? I guess so I don't want to. I don't want to pack two. You don't want to do like four parks in one day. That's like way too no, much. No, 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 no. I would say maybe like a two park limit, like a park hopper. We, yeah. We honestly really love park hopper a, as an option to take advantage of one the extra magic hours. Two, sometimes you know you just feel like you've spent, you've done everything you can do at that park, and yeah. maybe you've spent enough time there that you not get bored but you're kind of like okay i'm ready to move on see some other things we, we like to keep it fresh we like to keep it All interesting right. here is my theory right now 
Yes. All right? Um, this is purely Michael Agnew. Okay. All right? Wake up early, get to Animal Kingdom, do Pandora. Honestly, First with thing. 10 or 12-year-olds, yes. First thing, wake wake up early, do that. Then you get to just like walk around Because Animal that Kingdom. ride is so fun, so worth it. it I highly it recommend Explore that. Explore Pandora. Do maybe do the boat ride depending on how long that time is. Then skip everything else about Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that's probably fine. Go to Magic Kingdom. Second? Second. Because I'll tell you why. Okay. All right. Go to Magic Kingdom. Um, hit up the classic. This is where you get your fast. This is where you need book your, your fast passes. This is here. where you need your fast passes, and you need to get like the like yeah. You need to, like make sure that that you maximize your time, but that you are able to get the full Disney experience. Mm-hmm. All right. So while Snow White's Mine Train is a is a rad roller coaster, don't do it. All right. You need. You mean like don't use a fast pass on yeah. it, or no, just don't ride it if. If you only have one day, don't waste your time in that line. Just do the classic things? Yeah. So definitely wait in line for Pirates, mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. uh, Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Except for we told Isaac and Barb about Jungle Cruise and they didn't like it. I can't believe that. All right. And Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. All right. Get a Fast Pass for Space Mountain. Maybe and P- Peter Pan. And, and Peter Pan. Um, what else would you use your third fast pass on? Maybe Big Thunder Mountain. Um, Definitely Big Thunder if I could make that happen. Uh, yeah. Do the people mover. Don't wait. Don't yeah. wait in line for that one. Yeah. It's probably a quick wait. But then you got to go to Hollywood Studios because you want to see the Star Wars fireworks. Because at you night. have to see the Star Wars fireworks. Michael loves those. It is the best firework attraction. If you at had Disney enough time, World. you could try to fit in Fantasmic and the Star Wars fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you you have enough time to see a little bit of Toy Story Land. Yeah, just to see it. Well, but yeah, so you go to Hollywood Studios and you mostly just like look around. You mostly just look around. All right, we have not done Toy Story Land yet, so I cannot speak to Slinky Dog. Yeah, and how great that is. Uh, but the like wait for the for the alien saucers mm-hmm. probably isn't too long. So you do that, then yeah. Then so maybe covering... you can go back to to Magic Kingdom. If there's and late do night some hours. More stuff. So that's good. You're covering three parks in one day. You're knocking out some really major e ticket attractions early in the morning by using our strategy of getting there before the park opens and um, walking slash swiftly jogging to get in the line. Yes. Um, in the middle of the day, you're getting in some of your like classic bread and butter, can't miss, gotta do it attractions at Magic Kingdom. And in the evening, also see Philhar Magic. Yes, air conditioning. Yes. You're in the evening. You're taking advantage of some of the best nighttime um, show options. So that's good. Correct. I think you got a wide variety of what things. What would you do differently? Would you do anything differently? I wouldn't. Um, I agree that although Epcot is my second favorite park, it is not the best park for children, which I'm guessing was what Isaac was saying, like a family of four. Um, it's getting, they're trying to make it more kid friendly recently with some new rides and new developments, things that they're doing. But right now, um, I definitely would say that that if you had one day, um, to go ahead and skip Epcot. Um, but I agree. I like your strategy a lot. Um, maybe if your kids, 
No, I think that age group is good. Like, they could handle three parks. I was going to say they might get kind of tired and only want to do, like, two parks. But um, that, that's good. All right. Boom. Well, that's all that we got. Any no more questions to cover? No. Okay, cool. Well, Slash, we've been talking for an hour. Oh, my gosh, an hour? Yeah. And <gasps> it just flies by. It does. Talking about our favorite things. So maybe we will do this again and have some more questions and just kind of give a behind-the-scenes peek. We'll let the questions continue to roll in, and we'll judge, yeah. you know, yeah. in a few months or something. Exactly. When we want to do another LQ So uh, if segment. you were not able to uh, ask any questions, feel free to submit them, and we will answer them one day. Or you could just be a fan shout-out. Or that. Get excited. Or that. All right. Do you want to do some marriage moment? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So by far the biggest thing that has been going on is uh, we saw School of Rock. Yeah. Which you already mentioned. I mentioned it. We did see that. We did. What were your thoughts on it? I thought it was really good. School of Rock is probably one of the top five movies I have seen the most in my life. Uh, I love this movie. Love Jack Black. It's iconic. Uh, I thought it was good. The purpose, like, it wasn't like, like, if, I I am a little bit confused why a musical was made for this, but I enjoyed it because I was a fan of the movie. True. If, if I we, wasn't if weren't a fan of the movie. If I wasn't yeah. a fan of the movie, I You'd would be, like, be confused. This is random. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I have definitely also have seen the movie multiple times, and I liked it. I thought the main um, actor, character... Uh, was very similar to Jack Black. I thought they did a really Yo, good job. He casting. sounded just like Jack Black. They did a good job casting him. He did. He did a really good job. Um, I agree. It wasn't my favorite because it didn't have like any like make you cry moments or that you know love story. You know the things that I look for in musicals. Um, you know some of my favorite ones have been like Wicked or we saw The Waitress earlier this year and I really liked that one. It had a really great love story in it. Um, so it was kind of missing that element, but it really was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, like the rock, it was just kind of different from what we normally see the rock music. Um, all the kids did a really good job. They were funny. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, other than that, what's been our, anything else? We're trying to sell our house still. It has not been sold yet. We did see a movie this week with our friends. You want to talk about that? We saw Christopher Robin. We finally saw Christopher Robin. It had we have it had been too long since it had been out. We've been having those by like a whole like two weeks. We've been having the movie pass struggles, and our friends just had a baby, so we were trying to wait. They we knew they wanted to see it with us, so we finally all got together and got to see it. What were your thoughts on Christopher Robin? My thoughts were the first thirty minutes were a were a drag, Um, but it eventually got really really good. I honestly cried. Um, it was not as like peppy cheery as no. I thought it, it was it more was, of like a depressing, sad, it movie. was barely peppy or cheery at any time. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, I think the boys actually liked it more than the girls did yeah. in this particular movie. I think maybe because, yeah, cause part of the movie or really the whole story of the movie was about this dad who was kind of pri- prioritizing his work. And trying to be a provider for his family rather than just being present with his family. Spoiler alert. The dad is Christopher Robin. Yes. And (laughs) me and Isaac are both about to be dads. Yeah. And I think that that that's a real thing that is just kind of like subtly on every dad's mind. Is like how do you balance those two things out? How do you still keep your like – your Peter Pan-ness still alive? Like still – 
enjoy Thankfully, being a I kid. Have, I have a job where my whole role being is uh, connecting Having with, fun with, with, kids. with high school students. Yeah. I will probably wear a hat until I'm 40. Yep. Um, and yeah, so that's not like an, that won't be as big of an issue for me, but I still identified with it for, for sure. Yeah. But it was a little gloomy overall. It wasn't super cheerful. It was really interesting though. I guess my favorite part was to see all the characters because Pooh literally looked like a stuffed animal come to life. Yeah. And it was super weird to see him like talking and walking around. And that to me was the most interesting part was seeing all the characters. Well, yeah, like that CGI was really, really good. Eeyore was hysterical. He was good. He provided the comic relief. Hysterical. Grumpy and whoever wrote that script, top notch. Yeah. So stinking funny. All right. Well, that's really all that I got. Yeah, premieres moment. Yeah. All right. You ready for some Zero to Hero? Zero to Hero. All right, Zara, so what is your hero for this week? My hero is that I have now gotten to start doing, not research, but uh, finding out about different companies that sell really cute little boy clothes. And I like, I've looked at, I recently looked at Jimbree this week with my mom, and she got him like a super cute outfit. Jimbree has some really cute stuff. Um, a lot of little like smaller Instagram um, shops and like maybe like smaller owned businesses come to mind that I've like gotten to find out about. And one of them is called Rags. And I just this yeah. week got some really cute stuff. Rags had like a, like a mystery bag sale um, a few weeks ago. And so I got two items and they're super, super adorable. Um, I don't really skew towards like the traditional little boy stuff like because michael doesn't dress super traditional we're not like nah preppy or anything no nah. i like the f- fun quirky prints or like okay good like fun like the little onesie we got has a cactus on it um yes. with like stripy arms um so rags is really cute if you like some kind of untraditional um boys clothes Modern burlap has been one I really liked for like swaddles and blankets, and they actually have kind of like a Disney ear print in their um, mix. So my hero is just that I'm glad that there's options out there that aren't just like baby blue with a sailboat on it, because I'm just not really about that life. I I'm I want our boy to be a little young hipster and to be the little cool kid baby in the nursery. So that's going to be fun dressing him up and finding more like little small um, shops out there that we can support and we can, we can buy from. Yo, I'm not going to let, I'm also very, very, very excited for, for this. And I'm excited just for the, the things that you find. Because, yeah, you opened up that package from Rags, and I was super hype for what our kid is going to be wearing. You were excited about it. I, I, I was. Yeah, that's it. All right, well, my hero for this week is a show that I started watching season one of. Uh, it is called The Sinner, and season two has come out. Season one 
is one of the creepiest, most over-the-top shows I've ever seen, just uncomfortable. Uh, but basically, this show deals with uh, both this season and the second season uh, is involves a murder, and you think that and the person that that commits this murder, you basically see that there is some stuff that is going on uh, behind the scenes that gets revealed in in later episodes, and and you realize that this person may, maybe wasn't as bad as you thought in the first episode. Uh, the first season starred Jessica Biel, and Jessica Biel was my like number one celebrity crush growing up because I love Seventh Heaven. And I have always just loved Jessica Biel. And so whenever I saw that she was in this serious USA uh, show, I w was like, yo, I have to watch this. Uh, I'm just being real. Uh, it makes – it is a very uncomfortable show. It is on USA, so it's not like going like over the top just in like um, – Jessica in... Biel was your number one crush? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. No no question. All right? Huh. But it deals with this with weird like sex cult stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't watch so, season one. So, like, that is a theme that I did not feel comfortable watching with my wife. But in season two, um, and I might even say that that this is, like, a better season so far, maybe. Um, season two doesn't deal with weird sex stuff. It is different. It's like a murder mystery. And so I've been able to watch it, and I am enjoying season two. Yes. Basically, it involves th this this little boy who is a part of a cult. And this little boy kills two people. And the same detective from season one is trying to figure out why this boy did that. So it's like a different story, but like some of the same characters. But yes. But mostly new characters. All new characters except for this one guy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, sh the show is really, really good. Um, I definitely recommend it. So season two, if you are someone who doesn't like over-the-top stuff, just watch season two. If you are someone who likes watching Ozark, um, then season one is probably for you. Hmm. Okay. All right, Zara, do you have a zero for this week? I'm going to have to go with a classic TV show you and I both love. It's not really a zero, but some people on it are being zeros right now. And that's Bachelor in Paradise. What up? And Bip? do you remember us uh, talking about a guy named Colton? Colton. He was on the most recent season of The Bachelorette um, trying to win the heart of Becca, but he had some drama with a girl he was previously seeing from another season named Tia. Tia and Colton both go on this new reality TV show season, Bachelor in Paradise, yep. where they are in Mexico, where they are free to fall in love with each other now, completely uninhibited, and yet Colton cannot commit he something just holds him back and he does not commit to tia tia gets angry and then starts dating terrible chris chris is the worst so basically everyone's just making like really bad life decisions right now and colton now looks like a loser and is about to go home because he didn't he just couldn't commit I am glad that rest of America sees Colton how I have always seen him. I've always hated him. I've always thought that he was fake. Now, er everyone knows. Fake. Fakery. All right. I wonder if anyone else watches this show. Guys, do any of you out there watch this show? It comes on twice a week, which is way too much. We are definitely not, like, completely caught up. We're not caught up at all. But, I mean, it's just a lot of TV to watch. I definitely, like... The normal seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette more than Bachelor in Paradise, but 
that's just an interesting continuation of of the franchise and more opportunities to see people being like dumb slash maybe falling in love yeah sometimes falling in love not very often but that's it that's my zero all right well my zero of the week uh shout out to the scumbag of all scumbags kev and spacey he's back in the limelight so kevin spacey has still being a scumbag has a new movie that has come out called the billionaire boys club remember that time he was taken out of that other movie yes correct this is his, his most recent movie since uh that one movie that you are talking about mm-hmm. uh, billionaire boys club which just puts a whole different perspective because you know kevin spacey uh like the uh, assaulting uh boys okay so um anyways uh, this movie just opened up in 10 theaters across the United States of America. How much money do you think uh, this movie made in its first day, its first release day, across 10 movie theaters in America? There are 10. So this movie came out in 10 different movie theaters. The answer? $126. That's it? That's it. I for sure thought it was going to be more than that. Oh, yeah. So basically $12.00. A theater. Nobody went to see it? Nobody went to see this. Do you think it's because they didn't know about it? Or they were like literally trying to boycott Kevin Spacey because he's a scumbag? I think that some are boycotting it. I think that the marketing for this movie has not been very good. But in a world of movie pass, how have you not seen this movie? Mm. It's pretty dang funny. Um, yeah, I do feel bad for Ansel Elgort, who is in this movie, who mm. I really do like. He was in Baby Driver. He was in uh, the Stars movie. Fault in Our Stars. Fault in Our Stars. Uh, but he uh, was, I guess, with Kevin Spacey in Baby Driver and signed on to be with him in this movie. And he actually has some promise in this world, and uh, but it has failed. He wasn't mad that Kevin Spacey is a scumbag? Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping that he was mad. Yeah, we don't know his personal thoughts and feelings. One hundred and twenty-six dollars. So Kevin Spacey, even though you were great in a, in a lot of things, that's all your worth, Kevin. All right. Um, it came out that you were just a bad human being, and as much as we like celebrities, uh, if you're a, a bad human being, then uh, see ya. Bye. We can't support you. You have now made it onto Michael Agnew's zero list. Bye. Along with a lot of other zeros. So many random people. All right. Well, that's all that we got. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our very special first ever episode of Listener Questions. Exactly. As our first year of podcasting comes to an end. Mm, Only a couple more weeks left. We have more weeks, yeah. All right. See you all next week. Peace. Bye. Tarzan Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If Eddie starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.